0: Hello and welcome to Chatty AF, the Anime Feminist Podcast. Today we're finishing our watch-along of the underappreciated gem, Deno Coil. My name is Caitlin, and I'm a writer and editor for Anime Feminist, as well as writing for The Daily Dot and my own blog, I Have a Heroin Problem. I'm joined today by fellow staff members, Vry and Peter. Hey, uh, I'm Vry
1: Kaiser. I'm an editor and contributor to Anime Feminist. I write all over the internet, but if you go to my Twitter, at of Rye and read the pinned thread, you can see all kinds of stuff that I do. Uh, or you can check out the other podcast
0: I co-host at Trash Pod.
2: And I'm Peter Phobian. I'm an associate's features editor at Crunchyroll and a contributor and editor at Anime Feminist.
0: I love how, like, just very concise and to the point you are, Peter.
2: Mm-hmm. Well practiced.
0: <laughs> all right. So, um, unfortunately, because of life happening, uh, we had to delay this recording for quite a while. So uh are the events of the episodes may not be quite as fresh in our minds as would be ideal Oh I remember um, one thing. Caitlin,
1: you lied mm-hmm. about the
0: dog.
2: <laughs> That's true. I never
0: lied about him. Damn. You you said he was fine. Yeah. You said, I said he was, he was a was good fine boy at the be- at that point.
2: That's I misleading. Know, I didn't That's what he you would said. say fine. That's malfeasance. <laughs>
0: When, well, you were, you were worried about him at that point, and I said he was fine. Uh huh.
2: Yeah, Densuke just caught the shit the entire anime. So he's yeah, suffering.
0: Densuke is, a, he is a, a good boy who will do anything for his people, for his humans. He's a good dog. You know how he's I a know? Good dog. He's a dog. That's true. It's
2: like the Chad of Dentocoil. That was a bleach reference, so maybe not the best one to make. That was a, a what? A bleach reference. Chad. Um, Who even are you? Yeah.
0: I I see. I hear Chad now, um, unfortunately, and I think of incels. Oh, but but Chad is a good boy. I actually stopped reading Bleach when I realized Chad was just gonna get shit on. Gonna get super uh, punched to show how strong each of the and villains, over villains and over was. And over yeah, again. That's again. Oh. I was like, no more. Yeah. Oh, so
1: he's the Team Rocket? Okay.
2: He's the Wharf, yeah, or Team Rocket. Like you, it's a, it's a well-worn trope. The, yeah. the one who takes the punch so that you know how bad the situation is.
0: Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't do anything for the rest of the arc. Yep.
1: Wow, usually that's a female character in shonen anime.
0: Oh, there are those two.
2: Yeah, uh, Bleach has got everything.
0: Bleach has got a lot of All issues. All of that,
2: yeah. Anyway, well, welcome to our Bleach watch along. <laughs> oh, God. God. oh God. No.
1: God. No, thank you. Oh, Jesus. I'm too old to watch shonen jump battle anime. I'll die in the middle of them.
0: Oh, my hero academia is good. It seems nice.
2: And, and One Piece and Naruto. No. Yes, they're very good.
0: Listen, my issues with One Piece are well documented.
2: I mean, i have I, is, I have issues with both of them. I still like them.
0: Naruto is just sort of garden variety. I'm kind of tired of this, and I'm not going to read it anymore. One Piece, I started having issues with how he drew the women. Yeah. And he was very disrespectful to mothers. Um, And I was just like, you know what? Screw this. And so I stopped reading it.
2: I was saying uh, we deserve, One Piece fans deserve a Bardock-style flashback movie, except it's about Belmere. But anyway, so
0: we're not here (laughs) to talk about Shonen Jump anime. We're going on tangents before we've even started. (laughs) So... the Deno Coil conclusion. How did you guys feel about it?
1: I, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. My heart meet.
0: Made... <laughs> That's good. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it gave Fry a feeling. Did it give you a lot of feelings? Did it? Did you had an emotion, Fry? I
1: did. I had an emotion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Rai had an emotion. Peter, did you have an emotion?
2: Um, I thought, like, the central conclusion with uh, Yasuko and Isako was pretty good. But, like, I remember I was taking some notes about all the different plot threads, and I realized, like, in service of that, it seems like I felt like a lot of other people were really underserved. Mm -hmm. Um, Some some plots were not wrapped up, wrapped up messily, or the character just didn't get to do anything at all, like Fumie. Yeah, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I definitely agree I think good on you for taking notes because honestly <laughs> like it gets pretty hard to follow there toward mm-hmm. uh, in the last few episodes um, even having watched it twice I was just like what wait okay hold on okay wait they're throwing a lot of terms really fast at me I can't keep up so keeping notes was actually a really smart idea and I just cannot do that because it just turns into doodling uh. Um. I will say that uh,
1: not long after I finished watching it I was kind of describing it to my wife um, what the series was about and why I was having an emotion and, and she came, her response to kind of summing up the whole digital ghosts and the death you know holding on to dead people by way of technology thing with oh so it's like baby's first strange days and now i can't stop thinking about how it's like that catherine bigelow film
2: i haven't seen strange days Never heard of that.
0: It's,
1: it's it's like a um, film about vr and and uh, vr as a narcotic and a lot of the same things about how people use you know memories in these perfectly recorded clips to linger in the past and remember things from uh that, that are no longer there, rather than move on with their lives in a healthy way. Except Denocoil has the advantage of not being well-meaning but extremely out of its lane. Because Strange Days is also about racial politics as directed oh, by fun. a white woman.
0: Oh, really great. Thank you, Catherine Bigelow.
1: Yeah, it, it mean well, but it, there's some yikes. There's some yikes. Yeah,
0: yeah that makes sense. Well, get into this a little bit more later but sort of the concept of the the other side i think works really well with uh and uh the idea of like a cyber uh connected but separate cyber world really works well with shinto which i think as we saw in the show
2: yeah kind of walking through the gates to get to the other side thing
0: yeah exactly yeah. like the like it's very significant that the other side is usually marked by Tory gates, and I think I went into this like in the last episode or a couple episodes ago. But the fact that like shrines, once again, shrines going through Tory gates are safe uh, from the Sachi's uh, in the earlier episodes, and then once the Sachi start being able to go into those, it's such a violation.
1: Yeah, no, I I think I um, I think I mentioned this last. Last time we got together is that you know, the technology is, is essentially dressing over a basically supernatural plot, which is a kind of an interesting mishmash.
0: It is. Um, and it's interesting how it goes, it takes the ideas, the, it starts off feeling relatively plausible, right? Like it's basically more advanced uh, augmented reality, Google Glasses sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it takes the... Um, those concepts and it kind of extends them into sort of a more supernatural plot but in a way that like never feels like wait a second we're getting kind of out there here like it all it's all like logically extended from the um the technology and from the setup um didn't it kind of walk that back though Like how?
2: Because it was establishing like they they were sort of building up this supernatural element to the plot and saying like, oh, it it either is in touch with or acting as an afterlife since it's got all these recorded memories of things that used to exist that haven't been properly deleted. Um, But then it turned out that those were just sort of an error built out of like the the central ghost was not uh, Hurricane's uh, sister. Or was it was his sister? For her, for yeah. His yeah. friend his friend it yeah. was it was uh isako or is it isako right the taller one yeah Right. Yeah, yeah it was isako's like cyber profile from that really weird therapeutic program that guy made so that was one thing that i wasn't quite clear on so like i i guess they were just saying oh none of that none of that afterlife stuff actually happened it was just like mm-hmm. the result of all of this like this really bad janky as hell program this guy made and then didn't get to properly close out because he died uh, before he could finish the therapy, and that was right. that was that was where all that supposedly supernatural stuff was coming from.
1: Yeah, a lot of the supernatural plot, as I gather it, because like you said, Peter, it it certainly starts to spiral out toward the end. Um, is that. The soup, the, uh, Michiko and the other, is, but uh, Michiko and the other ghosts, quote unquote, are have basically realized that they are the dream in the child's snow globe. And so their goal is to not get her to wake up because then they'll all go away, which is fucked up in a way that the show doesn't quite touch on since it's focused on uh, Isako getting closure with her brother specifically.
0: Yeah, right. It's sort of like there are almost, it almost feels like the messiness of the human consciousness uh, doesn't interface very well with the sort of like, like the inherent messiness of the human consciousness, consciousness kind of like creates glitches when it interacts with computer programming with like computer programs, no matter how advanced the computer program is. Um, Because like, the way it may respond to like certain human mental processes or like certain feelings or certain emotions might because the brain is so like unpredictable and complicated and not like like and I say computers are cleanly logical when i know that like a lot of them are very like like they have glitches but like you know like the brain is more compa- more advanced and more of a black box than like the most advanced computer program right and so like the brain like the program encounters something that like the programmers couldn't account for in like these you know incredibly complex possibilities uh of the brain and so it tries to make up for that with like something weird and unpredictable like creating a separate consciousness like semi-consciousness like michiko as a manifestation of Isako's negative feelings and jealousy when she sees uh, Yasuko interacting with the program of her brother.
2: <sighs>
0: <laughs> That's a long, shuddering sigh.
1: I just... I I think it works out in the end. And, like, I, I get the impetus towards, like... Like, I, I think it works out on the child logic level that, oh no, someone's going to take my brother away... You know that that feeling is very real. Except this is, this isn't not like another girl his own age. This is not even somebody he's front friend- It's just she showed up once, but, but women competing. B. I mean, <laughs> it, it's I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things where like it's a real emotion, but also the way that it's seeded into the plot so that it can be a reveal later is so clumsy. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I don't, yeah, I, a lot of stuff was like that, too, because remember uh, Yasuko uh, admitted that she had a crush on Hariken, and that was essentially the end of his place in the narrative almost, because after mm-hmm. that he's in a coma for a long time. I think he does one thing to help her get into the virtual space where um, Isako got her therapy, um, but I don't even think he was part of the conclusion after that. You're, like, not sure where they leave things off. Uh, in fact, his whole plot kind of got <laughs> bookended. Oh. I think, like in the book, what I was mean, it? He his got, his he dad got was just like at the end of the last. I, I guess set. it was a, it was a line. They're just like, yeah, actually, your sister's death was just an accident. Uh, no, no malfeasance or anything going on there. But I'm going to make sure that it gets reported correctly, Hurricane.
0: Well, because they cut co- the whole thing is that they covered it up, saying that she was at fault, and he was like, no, she wasn't at fault. Like there, like, and so it wasn't something that ended up being like you know connected to urban legends like he thought it might be but it was um but it wasn't her fault it was it was a a glitch a really and they're going to account for that glitch now so that it doesn't happen again Mm -hmm. which i thought like it's not like the most like emotional way to wrap up his plot line but like he gets some vindication and he gets some recognition that like no we did mess up here yeah it it wasn't Um, all for nothing Yeah. closure as possible. I I wasn't
1: super mad at Hurricane essentially playing the love interest role, which is basically how his character works.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree.
1: I I do find their relationship a little bit underdeveloped, especially... Compared to Isako and Yasuko relationship, who I, cause I really shipped them by the end.
0: <laughs> oh my god, it was super. Felt like a romance at the end.
1: My heart in the hospital scene, and I'm dying, and they're good.
0: And it, and, and, the, and like the music is playing while they're looking at each other on the stairs, and
1: and, and Isako talks about she she was afraid to let people into her heart, but but now because of Yasuko, she can. And I had a yeah. feeling.
2: She even said she wouldn't describe them as friends either. So you can You can interpret that <laughs> how you like yeah.
0: yeah like They're a much
1: better relationship yeah. than, Like Haraken is fine but also he's pretty Milk toast Yeah
0: Yeah, like Har- Har- Haraken is a Perfectly good boy He, he is a he's nice He's really boy. boring He's really boring Um, He's just I'm not like you can have like Good boys that are not boring mm-hmm. But he is just he the like he, he is he's he's very boring and like i don't know i wasn't like you you know when i see two characters that seem to be going that down that road two nice characters going down that road i'm like yeah nice yeah. people communicating you, yay you kiss kiss each other no kiss or maybe not because you're like 12 but like <laughs> right hold hands I,
1: awkwardly in the hallway hold, hold
0: hands awkwardly but like when the heart like at the end when hurricane and like uh, Yasuko were like, oh, maybe some first love, and they like look away from each other, blushing. I'm like, eh,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, they, that's they, nice. That is definitely the kind of first crush relationship, and it lasts a year, and then you part amicably as friends. Like that's it's wow, fine. a
0: whole year. You think? <laughs> I, I'm
1: I'm giving it a generous guess.
0: <laughs> I remember the seventh grade relationships that I saw. Most of them lasted like two weeks. Yeah,
1: but yeah, it, I, I'm I'm. Like, Haraken at least had an arc. He got closure for his Mm -hmm. arc, even if he dropped out afterwards. Fumie, I was a lot more disappointed that she's just... Yeah. Like, why doesn't she offer to help? Yeah, instead they
2: call in Daichi instead of Fumie. So he gets a bigger part in, like, the final chase.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, him running down the street, scream that he has to pee, trying to get into someone... Like, trying to get into people's houses is... (laughs) Saving the dog. Pretty great. I laughed.
2: <laughs> but they even show like Fumier sitting on her balcony, just watching the final events of the series happen, just going like, "Oh, that looks exciting." <laughs> Daichi like, running around saving the dog's life temporarily. Like, I
1: only have to pare it down uh, to the so that the final conflict feels feels tighter for the emo- for emotional reasons. But it's just weird that they she doesn't even show interest, and they find another way to like get you know say that she can't help.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I felt like uh, Um, they could have gotten rid of some episodes in the middle, maybe, and really kind of padded out. uh, I know, but there's no like there
0: aren't really any episodes that in there that I would have wanted to get rid of. Like the standalone episodes are all like they're so strong. Hmm. Like, I can't think like I can't think of anything like that I would have wanted to get rid of.
2: The beard episode.
0: Um, No, the beard episode was good.
2: It it too many questions. Sentient Life, uh, created by AI.
1: No, that's when the show finally started to hit its stride. If I were going to cut some, it would probably be in the first first six.
2: Okay. The beard episode and the whole, like, uh, them having, like, their spirits getting taken out of their body, but, oh, it turns out that, I guess that's possible, but the afterlife does not exist. So, for some reason, your brain can literally be removed from your body by this digital space. Uh, but there's nothing supernatural going on because it's actually Right,
0: well, it's like, it's not like, quote, it's not supernatural, but it's still dealing with like sort of the separation, like the consciousness uh, and separating the consciousness from the physical space and putting it into this um, virtual space, the other side, Um, basically going from once again, working with the Shinto imagery that the show has so much of, it's going from um, the the physical realm to the to the spiritual realm, um, and there's a lot there. There is a lot of imagery to support that, especially in the last few episodes. Like, um, there's a lot of stuff where I look at it, I'm like, I know this is a thing, but I'm not quite sure what that thing is. Like, um, the grandfather wearing the bell on his wrist, the sound, like the sound of bells. Is very connected to that somehow in a way that I cannot quite remember, yeah. but I know that like the sound of like the the sound of the bells is really important there.
1: There's definitely a lot of uh, Shinto underpinnings here yeah. that I, I wasn't, I didn't quite have the cultural context for. It reminds me of the last time I watched Wolf's Rain and felt completely locked out of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, users, if any of you are better educated on Shinto and folklore um you, please come send give us a comment because we love this kind of shit yes and we love it when um readers and listeners help fill holes in our own knowledge so please please i would love to hear about it mm-hmm. um
1: i remembered what i was going to say earlier and been trying to remember it for the past five minutes now but i think with the afterlife stuff it there's an interesting shift as it gets into the reveal with that All of this is the product of Isako's mind, where like the first, maybe even two thirds of the series talks about the other side and all of this is like a collective unconscious thing. You know, whether Mm -hmm. or not this is the real afterlife or not, or just something that we have created, like a creative space by humanity does that or doesn't it make it real? And it's kind of dealing with all these heavy questions in an unspoken way, but that doesn't really work when you lock it into being the product of one Person, which it decides it has to do for this character arc to come to a close. And like, right.
0: Well, it's, well, it's it's almost like the way I think of it is not it's not just like a a supernatural space. Like it was it was created. It was it's not a product of um, Yasuko's mind, but it was created for her. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. But it's like, cause, but the imagery, like when. Uh, Yasuko, or not for, it wasn't created for Yasuko, it was created for Isako. Mm-hmm. Like, they've made it clear that, like, Isako could get into, or yeah, ya- Isako is, is in the coma, y- Yasuko is in... Is... Gotta keep the name straight. <laughs> Yasuko could access it because she had her grandfather's goggles, and because she had Densuke. Um, and Densuke is, like, you know, Densuke plays a really important role as the guide, but, like, it, it almost looked like a debug space when Yasuko was in it and looking for Isako mm-hmm. with all of the like textures and everything. So I wonder if like somehow like someone stumbled on it. Um, it's definitely it's definitely not clear how these things sort of morphed from this computer program made for this specific little girl to to this sort of subject of urban legend i guess it
1: ties into the the series thing about old e-spaces and what happens Mm to you know and the last plesiosaur and what happens to things created and then left alone so like that the thematic connection is there but i feel like as i i can almost see the writers in the background who've got all these nice interesting ideas and these neat characters and then they realize that they've got six episodes and they're like "Fuck!"
0: the show could have used like i think if they had like even, like, another core, like, another 13 episodes, if they made some, like, uh, one, one-offs one that were as solid in quality as the ones that they had, and then used, like, and then also had that to, like, really, like, sum up the series better, I feel like it would have been a stronger thing. It's also this, it was also um Iso's, his first uh, series that he directed in full so it does make sense that it has some pacing issues like
1: yeah, that happens. A, yeah yeah
0: it's 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 a freshman effort and it's a really good freshman effort
1: and I don't I don't even know what another core would look like because like the personal the personal narratives all wrap up it's just that the themes are bigger than than the personal conflicts mm-hmm. have room for and then at the end you introduce the you you kind of have this whole thing with the brothers that's kind of tacked on like all right I guess that's your deal.
2: Oh, the yeah, the villain. Get yeah, that uh-huh. felt so just like, oh, we need a villain. <laughs> so let's just make this we introduce that glasses guy, right? Let's make him really hate the company and he's willing to literally kill a child oh, that to get dude them is in so trouble. Shady. Yeah. And then we'll make that little guy his brother to betray. I mean, I liked the moment where his brother betrayed him and like shut off his glasses and everything, but I like he felt like a pretty like it would his his whole explanation was very rushed. And kind Yeah, of he mm-hmm.
1: like he's been spooky and mysterious the whole time, but once it turn once the turn happens, it's like, all right, this wasn't really planted well. Yeah, as okay. you as you know, little brother.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh his yeah, yeah. That, oh god, by... that scene. Yes, as you know, our plan, being that I hate the company, <laughs> is to yeah. get Isakota literally die, and then they'll get in big trouble, and it'll reveal all the stuff they've been mm-hmm. hiding. I don't even remember like his parents got in trouble or something, right?
1: His his father um, didn't get any credit for the legacy of things he would created, that's which right. is a f- like that's a fine yeah it is that that's a fine motivation, but there's no like sense of what that meant for their lives other than just like right. a very petty... their mom is
0: their mom is sick or something, mm-hmm. and he thinks that the only way to cure her is to get revenge for this or something. <laughs> My mom's know. got
2: that doesn't have revenge disease, you <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm okay i'm okay i just mom's suffering from the lack of closure itis
2: i just need some closure and then i can walk again god
1: like it's one of those things that on paper you're like all right this makes sense for a character and why this character would be doing this but if you're going to ramp up to from is kind of a dick in a mysterious way and spies on people to would literally kill a child. I'm going to need some backstory, bro.
2: Yeah, it also seemed like he could have done the same thing just by he had access to the files or he like knew about all their their dirty laundry, right? He could have just handed that to the press or something. Uh, But Mm -hmm. instead he wanted to literally kill a child. That was his plan. That's the scandal he wanted rather than just releasing all the shit that they'd already covered up. I didn't, yeah, that was kind of need Look, we need, yeah, look, you know. we need <laughs> a ticking <laughs> clock
1: for Isako, and yeah. we have no other way to do this.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, It was that was probably... Nekoya is probably one of the weaker part of the series, and his little brother, yeah. Yeah. whose name I can't remember, Takeru. That's right, his name is Takeru. It's the same as uh, TK's name in Digimon. Yes. And that's why I know that.
1: <laughs> Takeru was a nice boy. I liked him okay
2: uh part and parcel of all that too was kind of just like the very convenient amnesia both uh yasuko and Isuko had like i think by the end yasuko literally remembered everything except for the important parts uh and like I, I she said she remembered talking to somebody but somehow forgot it was her dead grandfather that she met in like a walkway and they had a big conversation at, but she, I, don't, I don't quite she just well, remembered it was a what person happens right the
0: other side is kind of dreamlike right Their memories, everyone's memories of what happened over there are fuzzy.
1: Like on the one hand, yeah, like child memories are weird and you fabricate a lot to fill in the blanks and you fill out, you know, forget something that's important maybe. On On the other hand, it was very convenient.
2: Yeah. Like you didn't think she would have gone home and go like, oh, I was out for a walk and I got lost and I met grandpa or something and her mom wouldn't remember that and like maybe tease her about it or something like that.
0: Well, her mom did talk about the time she got lost.
2: But, like, nothing, I feel like if you're a kid and you meet your dead grandparent, you're probably going to go home and, like, they're like, oh, did she get lost? You're like, yeah, but Grandpa showed me the way home. And they're like, Mm. "Uh, honey. (laughs) Grandpa." Honey, you're not dealing (laughs) with grief. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe that, maybe that did happen. Maybe she did go home and say and be like, oh, yeah, uh, I guess, I guess she misses her grandfather.
2: Yeah. I'm just saying, should they. Um, And she was
0: making stuff up, like.
2: They didn't. moms
0: mom's not hooked in yeah I will say I really liked
1: the um you know it, it you have to do it to do that thing where you go into the third act and all of a sudden the stakes are raised and the you mm-hmm. have the all is lost moment but like also just from a pure just pure content perspective I really liked the parents stepping in in a believable parenty way
0: yeah because <laughs> like, like just like okay, these glasses are dangerous, we're taking them away. Because they're like, no, you don't understand. And the parents are like, no, seriously. Like, yeah, it doesn't bad stuff like, is happening.
1: Like, it doesn't feel like, oh, the parents have to be obstructive now because plot says so. No, a child is in the hospital. Yeah, yeah.
0: like, bad stuff is happening. Like, if, like, I, I had a kid that, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a more concrete example.
1: Was Pokemon going into abandoned, uh, abandoned construction centers at night?
0: Or like, or like they were play like a sixteen year old playing Pokemon Go while they're driving and then they kill someone. Like, like if I read a news article about that, I would be like, yeah, you're. If you like, I might delete Pokemon Go off your phone because like, teens do stupid stuff and you can't always like be sure and sometimes risks are too, too big to take. Um, and the parents aren't, like, they're generally not as into the glasses technology.
2: Wouldn't that be, like, the scandal that guy was looking for, though? Literally, parents were too afraid to let their kids wear glasses, which was the foundation of this digital space technology. (sighs) And he's like, no, that's not enough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: I feel like Nekoya is not the most stable guy. Yeah. But, but like, why? What have you been doing? We have, we have information. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, going back, like, the scene with, uh, Yasuko and her mom was really sweet.
1: Yeah, it it was nice. That, that was a really, this, this show does quiet scenes super well.
0: It does. Um, and just being like, you know, and just being like, hey, you know, the real, real, I know, like, you're sad about your dog and, like, you're upset about losing your glasses, but there's so much, like, cool stuff in the real world, like, the real world is warm. Um, And talking about how like she lost... Trying trying to relate to her. Talking about how she lost her pet when she died. Like, I really... Yasuko has really good parents. Mm-hmm.
1: Even though her dad uh, is conveniently absent for most of the plot.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but then he... Well, that's just then he comes being through. a Japanese like, dad. Just, yeah, then yeah. he's just, you know, working all kinds of hours. He was probably working a lot when the scandal was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course he's the number one member of the hacker club. That's
1: yeah. so cute. That's such a cute scene.
0: <laughs> no, I I really really liked um like Yasuko's parents. Yeah, and I- like all all of the family relationships, and I think I've talked about this before, are really interesting in this show. Like, um, like you see like, uh, Daichi's sort of like macho dad and his like relationship with his own like kind of, masculinity slash being kind of being a shrimp a, ner- a nerdy shrimp shithead. and like um like isaka's family relationship is really mm-hmm. it's really badly damaged
2: yeah I never I I wish there was more time with her parents because a lot of like her sort of plot was well, that she well, was
0: she with her aunt
2: yeah and it sounds like they were aware of the whole digital therapy thing, um, mm-hmm. but I guess she just wasn't convinced by them when they said he died straight away. Like, they, I guess she just thought that they were lying to her. Uh, right. Even though they had pretty much all the information they needed, right? Um, so, well, I, but they were just introduced, like, in the last, what, three or four episodes?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, You got a brief glimpse of them earlier, like, um, but, you know, like, isako's not really like she's clearly like not really communicating with them probably because she thinks they abandoned her brother but her brother is actually dead because neka has been uh like implanting false shit in her head for so long and her aunt does seem to like care about her and plus she's like she was abused as a child yeah like her mom hit her when she was very young like that was some heavy yeah, shit was... to just drop yeah. in there at the end. Yeah, <laughs> Like, fuck. Like, and I don't think you get, like, as uh, messed up as Isako is by, with a healthy family situation.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I know that, you know, in Japan, there's very much a, there's very much a silence around child abuse. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff in the news about that right now with the poverty issues for single mothers and how that's, relating into, um, you know, ch- like, increased cases of child abuse, but also narratively, all right, that came in at the end, and it's not it's not exactly treated... It's not treated insensitively or lightly, but it, it is also... They just
0: kind of drop it. Yeah. They just kind of drop it in there. It's like, wait, what? Wait, what? Hold up. Wait, oh, stop. Hmm? Yeah, I I will say something, like, for...
1: not Putting aside, like, Neko, Yeah, there's... What I can't... I think... The way we're talking about this show versus when i was watching this show aside of neko yacht a lot of the stuff is like you can if you pick at it a little bit it starts to fall apart but emotionally it holds together really mm. well
0: while I you're think watching that's fair i think that's fair i think that's fair and i think like the emotional journey of um yasuko and and i th- and i do think having a little bit more time to work with could have and a little bit better pacing could have resolved some of those issues Mm -hmm. yeah um because in the end it is it's it is a series about being on the edge right like in the very end like if the emotional beats work then the series is working because in the end i do think that like a lot of the sci-fi elements are um like even though they are the plot like a lot of them are sort of metaphorical for like they're on the edge of puberty. They're about to graduate elementary school and move on to middle school. Like they are sort of in like, just everything about their lives are sort of in that in between space. And they're sort of looking at the other side and it's terrifying, Mm -hmm. um, but also exciting. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And and again, the show is very
1: good at, at, zeroing in on kind of those quiet, melancholy adolescent moments. Like, you know, I I got cranky when Densuke died because I don't like dead dogs, but you know, anime and media in general like to kill pets for shock value, but I rarely see ones that are so adept at actually conveying the sense of loss um, that is a child losing their pet. Like, it was- those scenes were really affecting it was a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, he was a good dog. Like He's He was a good
1: dog. He's a good boy.
0: And he played his role as, like, he played his role as the guide figure. You know, he he guided Yasuko back when she was on the other side. He guided uh, Kyoko back when she wandered over to the other side. Like, um, maybe that's what was going on, is it was just, like, there was just a glitch in the program that, like, it could find, like, whatever was making it so that it could access um, Isako's unconscious mind. Like, it could find, oh, a young sleeping child with glasses on. Mm-hmm. This is the, this is what our, like, what we are our program is. Like, this is sort of uh, what we are supposed to, we're supposed to take her over. Maybe that was what was going on. Or maybe I'm just trying to make sense of something that doesn't <laughs> totally make sense. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm maybe okay like,
1: I, I think that's plausible. I don't think the show really gives any meat to support it. Like it is an early program. So the parameters are probably not as specific, which could lead to screw ups like, like that. But I, I, I don't feel like the show really, you're meeting it three quarters of the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. And like, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> this is, this is why head cannons it's good it's 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 fine it's and i'm not you know i i we talked about weeks ago that this is a, a story this is the kind of sci-fi story where the themes serve the characters as opposed to the characters being stand-ins to explain the themes and this is mm-hmm. this is something that can be an outcome of that is that sometimes the the more interesting thematic stuff kind of gets set aside so that the the character arcs can shake out and I'm okay with mm-hmm. that on the whole.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I am just trying to make up. Cause I was also thinking about like uh, Fumie not being present and it's kind of like, well, Fumie is not really the kind of person who would tap into this sort of stuff. Right. Fumie is pragmatic. Mm-hmm. Fumie uh, believes in what makes logical sense in her world. And she's not, always the most open to uh to things that do not sort of act in accordance with that like
1: mm-hmm.
0: like the placea uh god i can't remember what it was exactly but she was just like she she dismissed something where she's like that doesn't make sense
1: she was she was real because she was there for the uh the evasion of the uh shadow creatures uh at at Yasuko's house the spooky horror episode
0: oh right and she's like this doesn't make sense like it this is should not be possible like mm-hmm. and she was like trying like trying to figure out wait like when yasuko was talking about it before she was god i really wish that we had been able to record sooner after we all watched it it's okay well
1: yeah like i, I feel what you're saying that like the final scenes between yasuko and Isako are very extremely 90s anime Where like no damn logic you're going to reach out with your heart it's like okay yeah, but that's not my like heart like where she
0: is, <laughs> but you know, I mean, in the end, like, it doesn't totally work, but it, it work, it works. Yeah, it's this is a It worked for me. This
1: is a good show. Like I, mm-hmm. I definitely would ha- not have stuck with it if I hadn't had to do it for the podcast. But I, I liked the second half a lot. Um, I feel one like. Once it really dug into those... I, I, I see why the, the early episodic stuff is there and important for setting in tone and some early plot elements and like the beard episode and The Last Plesiosaur are really good at balancing those two spaces. But the second core was really where it was at for me because then it it had these lighter moments but also it was fully entrenched into telling a sequential narrative and, and mm-hmm. exploring what this world meant. And I like that a lot. And I, I think it is very good at handling the, these ideas of digital spaces and grief and memory. And, you know, it it also, like, it doesn't quite stick the landing, but I appreciate that it's trying to find a balance between those, sh- you know, being a show that's like, technology can be dangerous, but also not technology bad.
0: Right. Yeah. It definitely does, like, sort of look at, try to walk that line. Just because I feel like things tend to be like, very much one or the other. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, but coil is like, yeah, hey, there are risks to, like, being so embroiled into, like, the digital world. And hey, the real worlds, r- they're really nice, guys. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, it's like, you know, the, it values that. Like, it values the possibilities and the potential. That there are definitely the, uh, parts technology. of- Technology.
1: Yeah. There are definitely parts of this show where, I've, where I could feel, like, Issa, like, what if a warmer human version of Lane?
0: I never watched Lane.
2: Uh, right I, I, it's I, also I, about... I, I've heard watch Haibane if you actually want, like, that's that's the good stuff and Lane's the not-so-good stuff.
0: I liked hybane
2: Yeah. So. I still
1: need to watch it. It's been on my watch list for a decade.
2: Yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I own the DVDs and it's still well, on my watch list.
0: Haibane would be a very good... Not watch long because it's only 13, but it would be a good retrospective. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably would.
2: That, w- that would get me to watch it for sure. I just need to take my entire watch list and turn them all into retrospectives. That's how I'll get through this anime backlog.
1: God, there's so much. All the time there is so much.
2: Yep. I- I'm glad that they didn't fall into one category or the other in regards to if technology is good or bad. But I wish they had done that in terms of whether the series was trying to be supernatural or not because i feel like they kind of waffled and didn't they were it wasn't even just trying to be ambiguous it was just like maybe they were undecided or they couldn't figure out how to enforce it one way or the other i wish they'd sort of taken a stance like sort of written things out to the end and then asked themselves how everything could be explained either from a supernatural or from a non-supernatural perspective and kind of uh, like uh, maybe had things be misinterpreted so that it does have that ambiguity leading in toward the end, um, but maybe give us kind of a cleaner feeling after the fact where we can realize in actuality how things went, or just have that greater question. One of the two, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I feel what you're like. I've I feel what you're saying, Peter, and I've enjoyed shows like that. That kind of I feel like that kind of balance is super fucking hard. Mm-hmm. to To maintain in a show this long, this isn't even a long show, but like, you know, Paranoia Agent did it. Um, yeah,
0: but yeah, but Paranoia Agent was Satoshi Kon, who's a genius, right?
1: Well, and also it's only thirteen episodes. Like, a it had a really high level, experienced director, and it had a shorter time frame, so that it could more tightly control, you know, its its thematic presence and, and a smaller cast and all these other factors. So, yeah, like I I would have liked a little bit more uh fine tuning but also uh, this is a first project and a lot of other factors i i it's fine, I'm fine. it's okay i'm fine
0: <laughs> is there anything else that you guys would change about the show um other than you know just changing the pacing making it shorter or shor- making it shorter or longer just so that the ending was a little bit more um coherent I had a little bit more time to breathe.
1: Oh, um, it, it's a small like I liked him okay by the end. I, I thought him help uh like helping out with the with the final sort of race to the finish was was very sweet. But Daichi is such an ancillary character. By the time the second half starts and the plot gets mm-hmm. going, and they spend so much of the first half focusing on him.
0: Yeah, I feel. I do think the first and second half could be better connected, because like. The first half is like a fun like kind of ensemble sci-fi comedy and mm-hmm. the second half is like very like kicks up very fast um and sort of like all of the extraneous plot that that's not like totally uh necessary to resolving the thing with uh uh Isako and Yasuko like I feel like that all of that drops away very quickly
1: it's like I see I see why you need a character like Daichi and mm-hmm. like I like he had some good scenes. He, he's he's gonna turn out okay as kids go, but just there's a lot of him. Imagine actually, if Fumie
2: had shoulder checked those guys and, and Chudo throwed the bullies. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been. Ooh, yes. I mean that like if that I was actually thinking that was going to be Daichi's big moment, but then he got the whole thing in the at the end with the chase too which was just, like, I thought was too much. But, like, as a final moment for Daichi, I thought that would have been a good one. Uh, but, I mean, they could have given... Instead, he got two and Fumie got zero, which felt bad.
1: Oh, yeah, there was that... I forgot about the judo moment where where I was torn between, oh, he had a nice moment and they friends and this is about physical versus digital reality, et cetera, et cetera. And, but then I part of me was like, oh, it's because boy's strong.
2: Uh, yep. Yeah. Fortunately, in Planet With, the girls do all the judo throwing.
0: That's true. Yeah. Planet – hey, guys, Planet With is good. You should watch it. Yeah, true. If you're not watching it, you it. You, you sold me hard it. with the
1: judo girls, I'll admit
0: it. I feel like every, yeah. everyone on the Fam team right now loves Planet With.
2: Well, that's because so it's, it's th- probably one of the best anime this season. Like, easily well, yes, top I'm three. I'm saying
0: it's got the, the femme seal of approval. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. At time of I just of recording. did a thumbs up. Yeah.
2: I just... think uh, I I know you two really like all the like the the middle episodes the the one offs. I think mm-hmm. I maybe I probably I think this series needed to be two core, but what I probably would have done is just cut out all of that in the middle. Maybe gotten rid of Daichi and his gang entirely because I don't oh. feel like they were plot important, and then spent all that extra time that I've just given myself on padding out narratives for Taraken, uh the the villain. And Fumie, to give them all, to make them, I don't know, have better explained, uh, give them more satisfying endings, and just kind of give a greater sense of continuity to all the characters, Mm -hmm. rather than just kind of like spending all this time on Daichi and his friends, and then having absolutely nothing to show at the end for it.
0: Right, so you would just tighten it up pretty much.
2: Yeah. I, I think, I mean, the the early episode stuff is fun and I think it sells a lot of the kids stuff but I think you could have done that while also introducing a lot of the like late game second half characters earlier and maybe making them feel more grounded in the conflict rather than taped on to provide explanations for why things get out of control.
1: Yeah, it feels yeah. like Takero could have come in a lot earlier.
0: He could have. I think so too. Yeah, I, you know, I. you are not wrong But also this show gives
1: you a heart feeling
0: yeah yeah you're not wrong but i feel like a lot of that first half stuff is what makes the show special to me Mm -hmm. um and i don't think i would love it as much if it had like and i'm not saying it wouldn't be good without it but i don't think i would have connected to it as strongly
1: well, that's where a um, lot of just the like kids being kids stuff that mm-hmm. you liked is. And, and like, yeah, is... like, and
0: I really appreciate how the show's the show has like how it shows like just the messy, like ridiculousness of adolescence. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's the stuff that feels the most grounded, which isn't isn't a thing that speaks to me as much, but I can see why it's valuable.
0: Mm hmm. I mean, I just also like really, like, well-written children in mm-hmm. anime, um, and it's always really gratifying to see, and it's like, and also, I don't know, like, I feel like we talk about Daichi so much in this podcast, but I do think the show really does give, like, a good sense that, like, he's shitty now, but there's hope for him to become, like, a human in the future.
1: Oh, yeah, I knew kids like Someday Daiichi, he'll be turned into okay adults. <laughs>
0: We'll be a real boy someday
1: <laughs> yes no as, as a writing as a well-written realistic child a plus as a narrative device less please mm.
2: yeah also i don't know there were there were a lot of characters that could have done the things he did that like i just i think Hariken and fumier if they'd been given all that time could have gotten a lot further or you we it would have been more satisfying to have them accomplish those things and feel like stronger presences in the story rather than Mm -hmm. this like daichi who we're supposed to not like in the beginning i mean i I like a kind of bully's redemption like i i really loved a silent voice but if that's kind of happening on the sidelines to all this other stuff and arguably uh like fumie is the one that literally pulls yasuko into all this and then hariken like is the one that gets them in on the mystery uh they seem way more important yeah, I guess both characters and narratively.
1: I guess the toxic masculinity stuff with Daichi doesn't really go anywhere, does it? Because, like, he's clearly the way he is partly because of his family. And, like, like we said, he's probably going to turn out okay. But then the result for his character is it is good to protect people. But also in this strongly... Full stuff. Like,
0: all right.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I think it's it's good to show. Uh, I I definitely think his story is good, right? It's 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 good to show like both that like little shitty kids aren't beyond redemption, and showing like that um, you can sort of give that kind of stuff up, or maybe like I don't know, just like him him kind of realizing that he was just like that, that what he was doing wasn't getting him anything at the end of the day; it was just making him miserable because he actually liked Fumier, and all he was doing was. Basically making her hate him, right? Um, and like, none of his friends were really friends because it was the the whole dynamic for their social group was just like a male power game, right? Like that's how mm-hmm. they drove Harikin out, of that, or they drove Harikin out of the club because the other guy just like they kind of just bullied him out, and Harikin wasn't interested in playing that game, so he just said I'll leave. Um, so I think it's good that like showing somebody. Kind of like caught up in that, can sort of let it go. Although I don't know if I would even really say he he let it go. He just kind of like, um, maybe changed his priorities. He still seem to be following back on those same kind of behaviors, just <laughs> to in a constructive rather than a dis- destructive way, uh, which might still not be that great, better, but uh, maybe not that great still. Um, what am I saying? I yeah, I I basically like what happened with Daichi, but. Um, I don't know if the story had that much time for all that, or if it really, mm. if it really like drove home the the like it, it was it had a place in the larger narrative as well.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah, Like like a lot of things in the show, the intent behind his kind of character and arc is good, but the execution is messy.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. No, that's fair. Um, I just really love
1: you know the show. who's very good, Megabah. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, she yeah. is definitely good
0: more megaba that's what i would change
2: <laughs> that would have been good i kind of didn't like like uh i, I was really uh, a lot of this convenient stuff where like she had the key like locked up in the attic the whole time and her husband mm-hmm. never told her about all this cool stuff <laughs> all this like probably priceless like digital workshop that was in her attic the whole time and that she didn't find um but yeah i liked everything she did in the story that's cool.
1: she, she's very good as cool trickster mentors go
2: yeah especially yeah. in a story which is about you know like emergent technology and <laughs> showing that it's like that's not just gonna leave an old generation behind I mean certainly a lot of them will have, have trouble catching up most likely but uh, that doesn't mean that they can't be part of the uh, whatever you want to call it new movement that's come out comes out of these new technologies.
1: Also, imagining her and her husband, husband like, meeting because they're both tech geeks is good and cute. Yeah. Oh, that is cute. That's
2: the flashback I want, how their grandparents met. That would have been cool. Megabun never waxed poetic about her past or anything.
0: Nope. But, All right. but it's good. That's the yeah, one-off no, episode.
2: Is,
1: this is a, this is a good show that I liked, um, and I would recommend it to people and, and say that, like, if they're not feeling the first couple episodes, you could... I, I, I don't know that you can really skip a bunch of stuff, but but you could try out, like, the beard episode and see if that strikes you better, because that's an indicator mm-hmm. of what the show turns into.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Like, the the beard episode or the last, well... You really can't I start would...
1: with last plesiosaurs, no the problem.
0: You can't because it's sad and it draws actually does draw on a lot of concepts in the show. Start with the beard episode if you're not sure. Right, and um, and then like, then try
1: the early episodes again, knowing it leads to that. I guess.
0: Yeah. All right. Are we done? Are we good? I, th- I think Should we did I lead the thing. Us out? Yep. Um. All right. So that's our episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it enjoyed this uh you can check out our website at animefeminist.com and if you really like us you can consider becoming a patron patron on our patreon uh patreon.com at slash animefeminist um even a dollar a month helps most i think about half of our donors are only like give about a dollar a month and it adds up super fast and it's a huge important help um you can also follow our Twitter uh, at Anime Feminist, our Facebook is uh, Anime Fem, and our Tumblr is also Anime Feminist. So thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed our watch-along of Denocoil And hopefully you, some of you uh, decided to watch a show that you wouldn't have normally because of it. So thanks, Annie Fem. Pet your, pet your dog. Pet your dog.
2: Even if they're digital.
0: Pet your digital pets. Get out that Tamagotchi. I was oh, going to say Neopets. Please
2: don't start that again. <laughs> <laughs>